Hey, welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. If you feel stuck, restless, overwhelmed, or dissatisfied with your current life, despite your life looking pretty good on paper, or at least on social media, I can totally relate. Together, we'll figure out how to take the next right step. I'll interview women who are a little farther along on the path and get tips and ideas from them. I definitely don't have it figured out, so I'll share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. Let's get started because life is too short to waste in autopilot. If you want to be the best possible version of you, you're in the right place. Hey y'all, thank you for joining me today. My team and I have planned a very special episode. I'm just kidding. There's no team. It's just me. I've planned a very special episode. Well, I haven't really planned it. Um, messy is better than done. Y'all can look at Facebook and see my picture of my gingerbread house, which is super messy, but it's done. I would love to do an episode on gingerbread houses and how you should probably buy a kit the next time instead of trying to make it from scratch. But that's not what today's episode is about. So you really do want to listen today because I talk about one of my favorite things, which is planning for the next year and how to um, how to come up with a word for the year, but also how to think about how you want your life to be different next year compared to this year. And yes, there are some things we can't control, but there are other things that we can control, like our mindset. Mindset may sound a little woo woo to some of you, but If you've been in therapy or if you've ever had a coaching session, you may be confronted with this because our mindsets are buried deep inside of us. We don't even think of of them as mindsets. We think of them as facts, like money mindsets. A lot of us, when we say rich people are, and then you could fill in the blank with whatever your mindset is. Maybe you say stingy. Maybe you say, it all started with a podcast that I was listening to by my friend Meg Letty. I interviewed her a couple of um, episodes back. She's a fellow PA and she does a podcast on burnout. So she was talking about how we send our brain signals that we're not worth it. And she gave the example of looking in her sock drawer and realizing how many holy or missing socks or pairs of underwear she had in there that she just wouldn't get rid of and she's still wearing or we all probably laughed when we heard that because it's so true. So we all hold on to things that are no longer serving us. Why do we do this? I mean, with clothes, Especially, why do we do that? Maybe you say, well, it's wasteful to throw things away when it's still useful. Or maybe you say, I can't afford to replace it right now. Maybe that's true. But wearing underwear that's holy or the elastic is sort of worn out or they don't fit you and they rot up and they're so uncomfortable. Or when you wear socks that like the elastic, I have a pair of socks that I like, but the elastic is kind of worn out and they slouch around my ankles. And I don't know why I still have that pair of socks, but when I wear those, it sends signals to my brain that I am not worth buying new stuff for. I'm not worth it. It's a whole self-worthiness issue. 
So then I was listening to another podcast, and the lady interviewed Dr. Tara Swart, S-W-A-R-T. And at the end, Dr. Swart does this meditation, and she asks you to close your eyes and imagine your future self in this mirror staring back at you. She has this wonderful British accent. She's like, notice the clothes that you're wearing. Notice how your hair looks. What shoes are you wearing? How does your body look? And so I'm doing this meditation and I was really shocked. because I looked kind of the same, but I didn't have my hair in a messy ponytail or a messy bun. It was fixed and it was down and it looked great. I did not have on my usual yoga pants from Target or or TJ Maxx. Um, My tank top with my like faded stretched out hoodie. I had on this top that was kind of fancy, but not like too fancy. And it tied around the back of my neck. And um, I had these white pants on, which I don't wear white because I always get food on it. Um, And then I had on cute little wedges, and I don't own those, but they were really cute. And my feet were comfortable in my vision because I have bunions. So anyway, that's beside the point. But I was surprised because I didn't look like the way I looked when I looked in the mirror that day. So I thought about it for probably two days before it dawned on me that this was like a self-worth thing. So it shouldn't have come as a surprise because I have being part of this coaching program that I'm in, you get free coaching because all your classmates are also practicing their skills. So I mean, like two or three times a week, I'm talking to people around the world and whether it's a coach in Japan or Australia, they're all sort of um, able to pull out this, this problem that I have, which is self-worth. So it kind of goes like this. We'll be several minutes into a coaching session. I'll bring up a problem like, you know, I don't know what to do about X, Y, or Z. And they're like, okay, well, why is that important to you? Why do you need to do something about it? Why haven't you done something about it? That's called the five whys when they kind of keep asking you why questions. Why do you think that bothers you? What's behind that? Whose voice do you hear? What's she saying to you? Um, At some point during every call, I and this is just the last maybe month, I've realized that I'll admit, I mean, I guess it's because I don't think I'm worth it. Or maybe I'll say like, I don't, I don't think I matter enough to insist on this or to do what I want to do. Like one example was signing up for pottery class. So that's something I've been talking about for like five years. I've signed my kids up for camp there. And I just wouldn't sign myself up, even though I would talk about it and I really wanted to do it. And it's because it was a two-hour class. It was either on a Friday night or a Sunday afternoon. And I thought, that would be selfish if I took two hours for myself to do this class. Like, it has no point to it. It's not like we need some mugs and I'm going to go make us some mugs. Um So I just wouldn't give myself the time to do it. And so my coach was like, why do you think you don't have the time to take a class? Why do you think you're not um, worth taking the time? Because it wasn't the money. It wasn't really expensive. Um, So I had to think about that. And I had told my husband when he asked what I wanted for my birthday, I said, I want to take a pottery class. And he's like, why don't you could have done that like a year ago or whenever you first started mentioning it? Why haven't you done that? 
And it comes down to like spending money on myself, spending time on myself, the energy that it takes to show up and do it. So I signed myself up for that pottery class for my birthday, and I went on to sign myself up for another class that I've been talking about forever, a class at Canopy, which is like this trapeze studio. I've always wanted to do that, and I've signed my kids up before, and they've gone to birthday parties there, and I've thought, oh, that would be so much fun, but I've never done it. So that was another thing that just starting the self-worth journey, that's another thing that I started, that I did over the last week. So. Back to that meditation that I listened to, the second one about looking at your future self in the mirror, I noticed something. So I looked at myself in the meditation. I was wearing um, clothes that actually fit. My shoes fit. I am notorious for buying shoes that don't fit right and they hurt and then I won't wear them or I'll thrift shop. I love going to thrift shops and I am bad about buying something that maybe it's name brand and I think, ooh, this would cost a lot of money. But then when I wear it, I'm like, eh, you know, it doesn't really fit that right, that great. Um, I mean, I bought this Kate Spade dress that if it had not been Kate Spade, I wouldn't have bought it because it was it was cute, but it just really, it, it wasn't me. Um, so I bought it and of course I wore it and I wanted everybody, not everybody, but I wanted like my sister-in-law and my friends to know that, look at this dress, it's Kate Spade and I got it for $16. But really, I should have just spent more money on a dress that I really liked that fit me. Um, so anyway, after the meditation, I realized like i I've sort of been selling myself short. I don't count myself worthy of nice things or of spending time on myself. And maybe it's a maybe it's a mom thing, y'all. Maybe it has to do with like, you know, we put our kids first. We put our spouse first. Um, Or maybe it has to do with childhood. Like my mom was a teacher. My dad was a farmer until I was in first grade. And so they were very um, careful about telling us, you know, how much stuff cost and you couldn't just spend money didn't grow on trees. And that scripture about the rich person, harder for a rich person to get into heaven than going through the eye of a needle, a camel going through the eye of a needle or something like that. So anyway, I developed all these unspoken beliefs that like having a lot of money and buying nice things meant that you're choosing riches over like being a good person. Um, or that if you had a lot, that meant that some that was taking away from other people. I never thought that if you had a lot, that it, you could be a good person and do good in the world. In fact, the more money you have, the more good you can do in the world. So anyway, that's just a little background on like the money part of the self-worth equation. Um, I can think of so many examples. So y'all, I was getting my hair cut at a nice place. Um for a few years and it was you know kind of pricey and then i decided that when during the pandemic and i was on furlough i was like you know haircuts cost a lot of money and you know it takes two hours to like get your hair washed maybe not two hours but it takes a solid hour to get your hair washed and then they blow it dry and and so i thought I really don't have that time or money so i started going with my kids to the barber shop And this is like a barber shop. And I would get my hair cut there for like $15 or $20. And it did not look that great. I have long straight hair, but still it didn't look that great. Finally, my husband was the one who started going to a little salon 
down the road, like a block from our house. And he was like, the experience is so much better. I mean, everything from being able to schedule an appointment online, you walk in, they offer you a drink. Um, It's just like the music. It's just such a nice environment. And he said, you know, it's really not that much more expensive. So I started thinking like, why won't I spend the money to go to this nice hair place? I'm working. I don't enjoy being there with the kids and like three people getting a haircut takes a long time. I could go by myself to this nice hair salon, pay a little bit of extra money and it would feel so much better. And I don't get my haircut that often. So I switched back to the place where I used to go and it's really nice. I'm going today as a matter of fact. Another example is like birthdays. You know, my husband was like, what can we do for your birthday? And that was the pottery lesson. I was like, oh, and I didn't even, I said, Chase, you don't even have to go online and get it. I'll take care of it. I'll do it. Why did I do that? Why didn't I say like, you get, get online. It takes you two seconds. You can look up this pottery class and buy it and then print a gift certificate or something and give it to me for my birthday. But instead I'm like, eh, it's okay. I'll just take care of it. Anyway, I decided every year I pick a word of the year. So this year, my word is abundance. And it's not about like, I'm going to get rich this year. Although if I was going to, that's okay too. It's more about Um, self-worth. So one year, my word was enough. And this kind of makes me laugh now because enough was sort of like the opposite of abundance. I was like, I have enough clothes. I have enough classes that I've signed up for. I have enough um, on my plate already. I don't need to sign up for more. And that year did not go that great until I let go of the word enough. So this year, it's going to be abundance and self-worth. I am worth it. I'm going to get shoes that fit. I am not going to get tennis shoes that are several seasons older than the current season. And this is because I will end up settling for a style or a color that I don't really want. You know, I'll get some weird purple color when what I really want is the gray pair or the red pair. I am not going to go straight to the sale rack in a store and get stuff that's on sale that really doesn't fit me right. Yeah, I'll buy used hiking shoes or something silly like that, thinking like, oh my gosh, these look, these look like they've barely been worn and they're a really nice brand. But then when I put them on, like my bunion hurts and I'm like, oh, why didn't I buy a new pair of shoes? I end up buying more, like another pair of shoes because the first pair didn't work. So I think my new mindset is I'm going to try to look at it as, you know what? I am worth going somewhere where they can fit me, buying a pair that has a return policy that you can do a hike in them, you can take them back. So anyway, time. Time is another thing that I want to think about with abundance and and that I am worth it. So I mentioned earlier that moms tend to put their kids first. And I remember hearing about a girlfriend who hired a babysitter so that she could go and exercise. And I was like, what? Oh, and, and the same uh, friend would hire a babysitter and hang out with her girlfriends like every other week. And I remember thinking like, what? That's like such a waste. Like she could totally have her girlfriends come over, meet with them at her house, or they could switch houses and like have all the kids in one room watching a movie. And that was an example of my own 
limiting beliefs about being worth it. And I also remember thinking, well, maybe if she was doing like a Bible study, you know, then it would be worth hiring a babysitter for. And that is so crazy that you have to like do something that's quote unquote worth it um, to spend money on yourself. And in my mind, it was like, yeah, maybe if she's doing something spiritual, but if it's just for fun, it's probably um, she's kind of being wasteful. I'm also going to try to look at it as my opinion matters. My opinion is worth it. A lot of times when my husband will ask what I want to do or if he says, you know, well, what do you think about a camping vacation? And um, I know that that's what he wants to do. So I'll say, okay, yeah, we can do that. And I don't really want to. Abundance is also going to be me speaking up and saying, I would really rather go to the beach. So time and energy are two things that I think this coming year, I want to really think about and give myself the gift of time, give myself the gift of energy. My opinion is going to matter. I'm going to speak up and my comfort level as far as my clothes and, you know, sleep at night like do i really want to stay up late watching a movie with the family when it has all this violence and um fight scenes i'm just gonna speak up and say you know what my sleep is worth it i don't sleep that great when i watch these crazy movies so i want y'all to think about if you are also living in a state of i'm not worthy so here's what i want you to do take a look at your clothes Do you own stuff that doesn't fit right, feels uncomfortable, has holes, lots of wear and tear? Do you own things you haven't worn in years because you just really don't feel good in them or you don't like them? Number two, do you only shop sales and thrift stores? Are you like me? You go straight to the sales rack? And it's fine if you shop in thrift stores, but ask yourself, like, do you buy your kids clothes there? And if not, why? Why don't you buy yourself stuff that's the same quality as the stuff you buy your kids? Do you adore the things you buy there? Or do you kind of feel like you have to wear them because you already bought them? Number three, do you feed yourself high quality healthy foods or do you forget to pack yourself a lunch and then you end up nibbling on whatever you can find for supper while you fix the kids something? If you're spending more money and more energy to feed others good foods, including your pets, then you might have a self-worth problem. So if you're buying your pet like this gourmet, vegan, um, organic dog food and you don't buy yourself high quality food, ask yourself if it's a self-worth issue. Okay, number four, are you happy in your current job? Does your inner voice tell you that you should, that's a clue if you use the word should, be grateful for this job and that you should not be whining. You should be grateful for this job. Will you allow yourself to believe in possibility and explore other options? So I have a a guy that I've coached, and he's the breadwinner of his family. And while he encouraged his wife to follow her dreams and start her own business, he won't allow himself to even consider switching jobs because his job has benefits. Um, He's the provider for his family, but he won't allow himself that pleasure of, of you know, switching jobs and being happy in his career. Number five, time. How much free time do you allow yourself? Like time without a to-do list, time to read a book, time to go do something fun. 
Do you ever go out on the town, like with your girlfriends? Or do you tell yourself, like, uh, it's just too much trouble. I mean, I'd have to hire a sitter. I'd have to da-da-da. So if you say, like, I don't know if it's worth it. If you use the word worth it, that's also a giant clue. Number six, how often do you stop and ask yourself what you really want? And this is a big one with eating. So if you are at home, if you're at work, you you don't really have a choice because you probably took your lunch and you're kind of stuck eating that. But if it's a weekend and you're at home, ask yourself, like, what do I really want to eat? And like, get quiet and think about it. I did this and... um. I mean, I ended up eating like some weird stuff. You know, I had like some salami and goat cheese and hummus and then some cooked shrimp. And it was kind of a hodgepodge of stuff. But it was like I asked myself one after the other, like, what do I really want? What do I really want? Oh, and if you if you treat yourself like a like a beloved friend, like you ask yourself, darling, what do you really want? If you do it in a British accent, bonus points. But if you ask yourself, like, darling, what do you want to do today? And you think about it, like, really think, what do I really want to do? Do I feel like cleaning up? And the answer may be yes. Maybe you do feel better when you've decluttered or cleaned up. But the answer may be, like, I would love to go sit outside in this little patch of sun because it's rained every day lately. So ask yourself what you really want. Treat yourself like a beloved friend. Number seven, for your birthday, do you find yourself saying things like, I'm fine. Really? I'm fine. I don't need a cake. We can go eat wherever. Really, it's fine. Or I'll pick something out for myself. Don't worry about it. You've got enough going on. If you find yourself saying stuff like that, that's a clue. All right, I'm going to wrap this up by helping you. Like, what do you do about it? Okay, so the first one is Ask yourself what you really want. So I already said that. Pause, check within, start with low-hanging fruit like a snack. Like don't start with, you know, what do I want out of my life? Start with something easy like what do I want to eat? Even if it seems bad, quote unquote bad or inconvenient. Like one time I did this and I I really wanted a peanut butter parfait. I eat pretty healthy, but this time my body said, I want a peanut butter parfait. And so I got in the car and I drove to Dairy Queen and I got it. And it was something that I don't normally let myself have, but that's what I wanted. Number two, move on to bigger things after you get the hang of asking yourself what you want and being honest. So then it might be, um, what are we going to do when we go on a date night? What restaurant do I want to eat? What, where do I want to go on vacation? Job. Like check in with yourself on all of these. Number three, ask yourself, like just like a coach would ask you, what is standing in your way? If you know what needs to happen to move you towards the thing you want, like whether it's a new job or losing weight or joining a gym or reaching out to somebody to make a friend, ask yourself why you haven't done it yet. And your first excuse will probably be like, I don't have time. I don't know if I'm ready. What if blank happens? But what would you tell your daughter or your best friend if they were in that situation? You would probably say, do it. You deserve it. Number four, ask yourself, why don't you think you're worth it? This, more than any other question, will probably give you the aha that you need. Because if you're honest with yourself and you really think about this question, why don't you think you're worth it? Then you will, um, the first thing that will pop into your head is a limiting belief. So it might be like, I'm a mom, I have to do the responsible thing. 
I have to give to others first. I would be selfish if I did that. So these are all false beliefs that we convince ourselves. Like we really believe that they're facts, but they're not. So yeah, one friend that I knew had her car cleaned and detailed like once a month, it seemed like. And I remember being aghast that she would drop that kind of money. But she's like, I work, I earn money. It makes me feel really good to have like my mobile office, she called it, clean. And now I'm like, wow, she really was worth it and she knew it. Okay, number five, last thing, try a five-day spoil me challenge. So chances are you have given and given and given during this holiday season. You have worked yourself to the bone like I did making those silly gingerbread houses yesterday with two different kinds of icing. But starting, let's start the Sunday after Christmas. Or if you're listening to this later, just start wherever. I want you to pause before you make a decision and ask yourself what you really want. And so if it costs under like, let's say $50 or $25, you pick your amount, then you do it. If you really want spicy Dan Dan noodles with peanut sauce that you never let yourself have because the kids are allergic to peanuts, then go do it. Go sit down at the restaurant, get your Dan Dan noodles and eat them. So this spoil me challenge will also include going through your closet and your drawers to figure out what you have that no longer serves you, that you are hanging on to because you don't think you deserve better. Could be shoes that are too tight. It could be worn out clothes, but I want you to do that. Okay, this has gone on long enough, but I am looking forward to the new year because we are going to start a, I'm doing a workshop and it's all about self-worth. It will include some of the same stuff, but it's going to give you some individual things to think about, assignments. So if you need that push and you feel like there are things that you want to do, but you haven't done them, now is the time to let me know. So there's only a few slots text me or not text me i'm not giving you my cell phone sorry um email me at hope.cook at gmail.com or dm me at coach hope cook and i'll give you all the details hey y'all thanks for listening today i really appreciate it if you know someone who could benefit from hearing this episode please share it with them i would also love it if you would leave a review on apple itunes that helps me reach more people so please do it and lastly if you want more of what you heard today you can go on over to my website at hopethepa.com and i have created this little amazing free ebook called your guide to hacking the life machine and you can sign up for my weekly newsletter it has lots of yummy things in it all right y'all take care and i will see you next week